When I'm not hosting this podcast, I am writing books, but it is really hard for me to write when I'm at home, so I like to find remote cabins in the middle of nowhere to just hang out and write. But I hate the idea of my house just sitting empty, doing nothing but collecting dust and definitely not collecting checks. And that's why I'm an Airbnb host. It's one of my all-time favorite side hustles. Other popular side hustles are awesome too, don't get me wrong, but they often involve big startup costs. By hosting your space, you're monetizing what you already have access to. It doesn't get easier than that. And if you're new to the side hustle game and you're anxious about getting started, don't worry because you're not in this alone. Airbnb makes it super easy to host. I mean, if I could do it, you could do it. And your home might be worth a lot more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey guys, are you ready for some money rehab? Wall Street has been completely upended by an unlikely player, GameStop. And should I have a 401k? You don't do it? No, I never. Girl. You think the whole world revolves around you and your money? Well, it doesn't. Charge for wasting our time. I will take a check. Like an old school You recognize her from anchoring on CNN, CNBC, and Bloomberg. The only financial expert you don't need a dictionary to understand, the cold lapin. Have you noticed how financial advice can be an echo chamber? It probably goes like this. You get inspired to look up some best practices around a certain financial topic. Yay. So you take to the internet and all of the results are exactly the same. And let's be honest, they're all super lame. Maybe you've Googled something like tips to save money on rent, and all you get is five articles telling you how to find an apartment in your budget. Like, come on, internet. Is that the best we can do? It's like all of these articles are written by Captain Obvious himself. We got a question from a money rehabber who is sick and tired of the same old advice. Here she is. Hey, Nicole. I was wondering if you had any sneaky ways to help me save some money. Everything online are things that are either really obvious or things that I've already tried, like using a budgeting app or buying generic brands. Like, yes, obviously I'm not balling out buying designer brands, but yet I still don't meet my savings goals. I feel like I've tried all of the go-to moves and I'd love some fresh advice. Thank you. I love this question and I can relate big time. I remember when I was looking for some help padding my savings account and all of the advice I found made my eyes roll. We can definitely be more creative when it comes to saving our money. Here are five ways to get you started. Number one, shop at companies with lifetime warranties. Einstein, of course, said that the definition of insanity is doing the same things over and over and over again, expecting the same result. My definition of insanity is buying the same product over and over and over again, instead of shopping with a company that will let you replace what you need. Jansport, Eddie Bauer, L.L. Bean, and Away all have lifetime warranties, and there are plenty of other companies out there. Remember, purchases feel like expenses, but they can be investments. So choose the product with the best ROI and shop with a company that offers a lifetime warranty. Number two, put birthdays in your calendar. I'm going to come clean about one of my biggest financial pet peeves right now. It drives me absolutely nuts when people shop at the last minute and then they have to pay for all of this expedited shipping. That is truly just flushing money down the drain. You basically just added your own premium. And why the heck would you do that? 
The secret here is to make sure you're staying on top of time-sensitive shopping that you need to do. So that's birthday presents, holiday shopping, anniversary gifts. You get the idea. I try to put all of my friends' birthdays in my calendar and make sure that if I'm buying a gift, I do it far in advance to opt into standard shipping. Number three, use ad blockers. There's a reason you get so many ads online. They work. The ad targeting is getting so freakishly accurate that the ads you're seeing online are probably things that you'd actually want to buy. Spooky, I know. And bad for our spending plans. Ad blockers are basically blinders that your computer can put up for you so that you don't have to see any online ads and therefore be tempted to buy something that you don't actually need. You can set up ad blockers pretty easily on whatever web browser you use. Just look up the instructions and ta-da, your computer, no longer a billboard. You're welcome. Number four, go cash only. As we all know, credit cards can sometimes feel limitless, even though they aren't. I've found that one really helpful way to keep strict to a spending limit is to make that limit physical and withdraw exactly the amount of money you can afford to spend in cash each week. And then when the cash is spent, you are done. Well, within reason. I don't mean you can't swipe your card in case of an emergency, but for everything else, Cut yourself off when the money goes dry. To do this, go to your spending plan and check out how much you expect to spend weekly, and this should be the total amount you're expecting to spend on both essentials like gas and also extras like getting coffee with a friend. Then go to the ATM and take out that amount in cash and let that be your spending limit. Number five. Don't store your credit card information in your web browser. When you buy something online, the site or maybe even your web browser itself will ask you if you want to store your credit card information. Just say no. I know this is counterintuitive. Saving your credit card information makes it really easy and convenient to buy from the same sites over and over. And we love convenience, right? Well, if spending is too convenient, it leads to overspending. I know that going through the motions of getting your wallet out and typing in the credit card information every time you make a purchase online isn't that much extra time and work, but you'll be surprised how effectively that slight change weeds out the purchases that you don't actually need to make. And if you can't get your ass up to get your wallet, you don't really need it. For today's tip, you can take straight to the bank. One way to customize your own tips to save is to notice patterns in your own shopping behavior. Do you buy more at the grocery store when you're hungry or order a few too many things online when you're tipsy? Been there, hence all of my dog pennies. Many, many random cheap toys. If you practice self-awareness of your own shopping habits, you'll be able to tailor your own safeguards and guardrails around unnecessary spending and ultimately saving. is a production of iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Nicole Lappin. Our producers are Morgan Lavoy and Mike Coscarelli. Executive producers are Nikki Etor and Will Pearson. Our mascots are... 
Penny, and Mimsy. Huge thanks to OG Money Rehab team Michelle Lands for her development work, Catherine Law for her production and writing magic, and Brandon Dickert for his editing, engineering, and sound design. And as always, thanks to you for finally investing in yourself so that you can get it together and get it all. You spend my money.